Yeah, let's. Good evening, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's a lovely night in uh, Northern California. Uh, again, much ado about nothing, really. You really lose, uh, well, I don't know how it will go with you, but here there's been a lot of loss in, of interest in the topic of spirituality, <laughs> usually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really have interest in if thinking if it's good or not, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so a lady that we were with today, they were going to a movie about the samadhi of some person, a documentary of an awakened being, I guess. So <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> it's got to be a, a short documentary. <laughs> into this message, literally, just like some things happened today, we were out doing one thing we thought, and then we got a beautiful rabbit hole opened up, and we went down the rabbit hole for a while. So in the same way, I was, uh, I had been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, I felt pretty committed, you know, going to Thailand and India on retreats and stuff. And, uh, and in America. And uh, all that effort and all that time sitting, this idea never came up. I had to hear it from outside. Yeah, it never came up as self was meditating that there was no self. It just didn't happen. You know, so I heard it. Somebody told me about uh, this idea. It seemed pretty novel. So I went to Berkeley sat in a park the lady was very soft-spoken i didn't hear a word she said there was only like five of us four of us but i felt something and really that's been the whole key to this it hasn't been thinking it's been feeling you know a sense a strong sense that took uh that could only be described as an unspoken yes uh uh a knowing before knowledge just you know, feeble attempts to try to describe the indescribable, but there was, without seemingly knowing it for a long time in this life, I sure seemed sure about it when I heard it. <laughs> I really did. It was like an aha. Now that aha may not have been stretched out for years, but it was, it, it laid the groundwork for things. And then I just listened to some to people read a couple of books. Uh, thank God there wasn't any non-duality retreats. At least I didn't know they were. Now there are, but there wasn't then. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> a non-duality retreat would last one day, a half a day, because everyone would completely lose interest <laughs> in wanting to know or get non-duality. It would be incredibly successful very quickly. <laughs> you have to make sure they paid before the retreat started, not after. <laughs> Because <laughs> by the time lunch came, they'd probably stick for lunch and then we'd all go. <laughs> There'd be such an extreme loss of interest. <laughs> I mean, uh, you understand in a sense that you're not going to get it as that which is seeking to get it. Yeah. You're not going to get it. What's beautiful is you can't lose it either. Yeah? Because I've met people who believe they got something and then they went through the experience of losing it. Yeah? Which really sucked. There's nothing worse than seemingly being awake and then becoming unawake. <laughs> it's a it's a super drag, I think. Yeah. So this uh you can't have it, you can't lose it, yeah? It doesn't have anything to do with time and space, which is what we're swimming in all day, yes? It has nothing to do with that. It's truly captured very well by, the usual idea would be the seeker, meaning us as a collective, and the sought, meaning truth as a, a unique condition, yeah? The seeker and the sought. But no, it's the seeker is the sort, yeah? So all that space and time that can grow between the seeker and the sort has no chance to breathe in this message, yeah? It's just boom, yeah? And then hopefully when you come to satsang, boom, whatever time and space your head has put in it since the last meeting, hopefully, boom, it gets compressed again, yeah? Now, sooner or later, this isn't all that happens. Sooner or later, this happens, yeah? There's no, yes? And when this happens, all this was an appearance, yeah? It's always been this. Yeah. All this was an appearance, always been this, yeah? When this is appearing, it never, never, never triggers that recognition that it's always been this way. It never does. But when you drop into this message, it does. It informs you it's always been this way. Yes? All the shenanigans, all this and all that, of course, they were giving all the meaning they've had. But in fact, nothing has ever happened to change that which is. Yes? Isn't that a great bit of news? Yeah because it takes a lot of wind out of the mental sails. Because the wind out of the, the mental sails believe they can, they can uh, express hurricane gale force winds. But when you lose interest, that which you were looking from, you can clearly see as, a, as an assumption, as a pointing, as an inference, as an insinuation, as an, an appearance, as a delusion, yeah? You see the activity, but you don't see the activity as the product of the activity. You don't see the activity as the one. You see the activity from nothing. 
Yeah. And then all the cryptic, hard to understand stuff is just brought into a clear light. Yeah. And a lot of shit gets put down. To me, it's almost as if there's interest and attention and there's tributaries and there's deep mental grooves that take a lot of interest and attention and keep driving them down a lot of dead ends in a way. Yeah. When that gets, when that is, when that ends, yeah, the water just doesn't, it, the water returns in a sense. It just doesn't linger there. It has a movement back to source, so to speak. That was the thing Ramana, I felt, was always attempting to impress, which is if you follow anything here, anything at all, it always leads back to what is, yeah? So the whole idea of inquiring about self was to lead you to that which is prior to everything and prior to this idea of self. And when you arrive, and there'll be a sense of relief, and release, yeah? And at that moment, you don't ask a damn thing. There's no more inquiry necessary. And Henny would say, if you believe when the head moves, you move, then it's important to ask who moved, yeah? So that you can see, yes, the head moved, but I'm not the head. So after a while, you get weaned off of these old habits and these beliefs and these assumptions, you get weaned off of them. And I believe one of the greatest mechanism of that event in this place called of space and time is satsang. I do. I feel a whole lot happens when we're doing absolutely nothing. I do. I have I have a lot of faith in the power of satsang. Yeah. So here we go. Here we are. I'm a believer that certain people have presented non-duality based on a fact that we are reality, yeah? Being ourselves reality. It wasn't you were reality and then you blew it and now you have to reclaim reality, but being right now reality. And in a sense with us, being reality is acting as if it's not real, yeah, in a sense. It's absorbed in this idea that's going to come and go. But that absorption is going to depart from that coming and going and go sort go right back to where it never left. Yeah. Like what happens no matter how impressed or how much weight happened today, when you go to sleep, isn't it completely forgotten? How real could it be if it's so easily forgotten? Yeah. That's why what we are doesn't need to be remembered because it can't be forgotten. You don't have to try to become like it. You are it no matter how you look. Yes. You don't have to look away a look a certain way to be it. You can be it looking any way at once. Yeah. Don't you see the relief? The relief is it takes so many miles out of it and so much time out of it. Seeker is the sort. What's looking is what you're looking for. I mean, how direct can that be? What's looking, we're all on that category right now. It doesn't what I'm looking at an iPad. No, the what's looking is what we're looking for. 
what's going to be affected when that message lands? Not what's looking, but the looking for. <laughs> Obviously, that what's looking isn't going to be diminished. It's the looking for is going to be diminished. Yes. And a lot of us here, I don't know if anyone had a past of real craziness, let's say active addiction or something like that. Man, it took so much effort just to sort of be here. Yeah. Reading books, everything like that. Now, most of us in these Zoom squares are in the vicinity of what we are. It takes like five minutes of satsang or one statement from somebody read or looking at a hummingbird or see, yeah, seeing the sun go down. We're easily, easily brought back to where we never left. What about, that's a huge amount of grace in our lives. Some people believe they're so far gone, they also believe they're never gonna get out of it. They're trapped in the in and out. They've got it backwards. They're thinking they're in what they can't be in, and they're thinking they're out of what they can't be out of. Yeah, It's like they get caught in this bizarro world where all your effort to get to a goal is reinforcing the misassumption, the misunderstanding, as it is explained beautifully by Ramana with the, the presupposing of the non-existent thing, meaning this being existing, meaning existence taken to be this, yeah? And then wanting to get salvation, not for the existence, because that's readily available, but for this thing that doesn't exist. And then if that's the case, and I would imagine he believed it, that was and is the case, uh, then the spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? Could you imagine if you, real, you realize suddenly you've been driving a car and you've been looking through the rear view mirror the whole time? You never looked through the windshield. You never fucking saw what was ahead of you. All you saw was the behind you. All these ideas, history, like that, and constantly driving down that same freaking road. Yeah. This is just not much. The car's there, the road's there, the space is there. It's just a, just looking in a different way, which you can't as that which is looking right now. The Paul, this idea of looking is that at that point, the seeing or the awareness is being used by the mental state to look in some cases for the awareness. So basically the seeing appearing as a form of looking here is the blindness to what's seeing. Has it worked? Have your extreme interest ever led you to freedom from the bondage of self? Or have you had more access to freedom when you lost interest in it all? 
good question to ask. See what comes up. How could that be? Everything else was about more interest, harnessing interest, concentrating interest, focusing interest. This is about the opposite, losing interest in all that. <laughs> just feel, man, what a relief, really. Incredible. Hmm. Yes, there's people I talk to that are, let's say, blood-wise close to me, a relative and something, and they're, they're so uh, up the ass of self. It's incredible. Yeah, and I, every time I get a call, either they're having to go into a program or they split the program. Yeah, they can't stay. Yeah. And they're justified and they, they resent and yet they fall into the same hole again, over and over. You'd love to be able to reach out, but You'd have to be there all day, in a sense. Yeah. So I really, really, really love to count my blessings here in this place of expression because something has allowed uh, a lot, let's just put it that way. And I feel whatever has moved in my life came through satsang in a sense, yeah? The, the ideas that are galvanized now were introduced at one point, yeah? And the expectation was probably pretty much like everything else. Oh yeah, this is pretty interesting, let's move on. But this one put an end to all that, this message, yeah? Yeah, so mm. I'll keep showing up, you know, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> why not? In a weird way, it's the best show in town, seriously. It demands the least amount of anything. And uh, the payoff cost ratio is very good. I didn't know the most valuable commodity would be nothing. Yeah. Not adding on to, not subtracting, just nothing. Beautiful. So, all right, Mike, if you want to open it up. Sure. Any hands want to go up? Uh, Craig raised his hand. Hi, Craig. Uh, can you hear? I can't hear him very well. Can you? No. We're, it's kind of removed and tinny sounding. Craig, we can't hear you. Can you? And I swear I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't know why it's not working. 
You still kind of hear? A little better, maybe because you're closer. You I either you're either better. far away or you're like about ninety-eight years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sound like a very old man. Get off of my lawn. <laughs> I can't hear you. I didn't hear that one. Oh, yeah. Come on back. Yeah. When you get a little younger. <laughs> um, Stuart's got his hand up. Well, Craig. All right, Stuart. Does anyone think that, that that last guy looks like Bruce Willis a lot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Is that your question? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get a, a, an agreement with that. Uh, no, I, the, my, my question is, um, <laughs> uh, what was my question? Yeah, Paul, when you were saying about uh, your close relatives and stuff and, and the issue going in or out and out of rehab and this stuff, and uh, I, I, you know, I have some friends and stuff that, um, you know, they've been doing this spiritual search for fucking 40 years, maybe even more, and it's like, yeah, and, and I could say to them, okay, well, St. Francis says you are what you're looking for. And there's just a blank look. It doesn't register. Yeah. But, but there's, there's just, uh, yeah, oh, this is the next new book that's come out by so-and-so. And it's like the list is so long of the books. And they're not seeing, they're not seeing that, that simplicity of that. You know, they, and it's frustrating for me. It's, uh, well, they will. Yeah. 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 They do for sure. It's inevitable. It may not happen while they're standing up in this event, but they will. Yeah, and that's yeah. the case, Paul. Yeah, that's the case. I'm yeah. Sure. Nobody loses here, obviously. Yeah. 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 All the all the credit and the and the uh, uh, merits or the, the uh, get erased. I would feel. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, yes. I, 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 of course, the miracles says because it's dreaming. It says everything here could be a mistake, but there's no sin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a yeah. mistake. Yes, but there's nothing yeah. that yeah has the last ability and the effect of a sin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my my wife, she's a Christian, like I'm pretty full on Christian, but one of the nice Christians, you know, she, she oh, walks yeah. the talk. And, but but if I go into this stuff, you are what you're looking for. That ain't going to happen. And she, she'll yeah, allow it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. No. Because I, I, I love her. Yeah. Bless her and stuff. But, but the, the, this, yeah, it just uh, different. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of things is you can live uh, life vicariously through others now. What What do you mean by that? You You can listen to their searching and everything, and sort of uh, enjoy it from a different point of view vicariously. Yeah. In other words, I let them do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's great. yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, this one lady who I love and did love, she, I never heard more amazings from than from anyone else other than her. She, every time she'd be searching, 
the new next amazing thing. Yes. And I go, Jesus Christ, you've run into like 78 amazing things in this life. Yeah. When, yeah. when, yeah. Is, when is there the final amazing thing? That yeah. will be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so. that's right. Yeah. I, I, I'll I'm just saying. Hey, if that camp is much more exciting than this camp, this camp is really, no one here is probably gonna uh, have sustain a blog site where they write about what's going on with them. It's gonna yeah. last a day or two. It's like, you know, it's no. just, yeah, I, it's I'm, not a, I'm, I'm, Unless I got into my physical issues, then that would be like a book. You know? Well, there you go. You can write about your physical issues and stuff. No, but I don't want to do that one. No. The idea of like, you know, every tra travel log, uh, the last the last state would be on having never left. I mean, there would, yes. the travel logs would diminish. <laughs> that would yeah. work. That would work. <laughs> Uh, I, I just, I just uh, say something. It's like a memory I had because I, I was associated a little bit with the Endeavor Academy that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was over there for about eight years, like an Aussie woman, and uh, she loved it. But I asked her, oh, "Is it still going now?" And uh, she said, "Yeah, it's like a car park. It's now just they flattened the whole building. It's just a big." Oh car yeah. Park. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yeah, well, the master teacher passed away, so. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, I found that interesting anyway. So, yeah. Well. Nothing lasts here. Hmm? <laughs> Nothing lasts here. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so many things can turn a yeah. different way. Where you assumed that it was going to go straight for yeah. the rest of your life, but it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, 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 which is a beautiful thing, you know, it is. It's like, yeah, the way it is. I had this time once, if there's no other hands, I'll go off on a little story. Hmm. All right, talking about assuming and everything. So I was been sober for a while and I met this guy. I don't think he'll mind. Uh, I'm not going to ask him, though. So I met this guy who's very, very adept at, quote unquote, spirituality. Big teacher in his own field and everything like that. And he'd been sober for a while. And then I was driving to the beach one day and I get a call from his wife. And his wife says he went out. He was drinking last night. Now he's in the garage smoking crack. So I think it was like a joke because I, there was no way I would ever believe this guy would go out. You know, he had like a spiritual resume. He said he had 12 years. I mean, yeah. And I was just thinking it was a joke. And then he got on the phone and he's telling me that he went out and it was, I was incredulous, really. It yeah. broke down another old idea in my life because I assumed him having all this wealth of knowledge and being a master uh, would give him an immunity, but it didn't seem to work. Yeah. 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 So then his wife had gone through this before, before, like seven years before. So she didn't want anything to do with this. So she just gave him to me. So <laughs> I tried, I had a, <laughs> it was hilarious. 
I picked them up to take them to a, a detox. Yeah. Never saw him like this. He looked completely different. Something had taken him over. Yeah. And I, so I'm driving him and he has this, he tells me he has to stop at the post office. He's got it in a very valuable thing coming in the mail. So he has, to, and I said, I can do that for you. And he says, oh, we got to stop at the, at the uh, pharmacy. I got to get something. So we were driving through the Castro area of San Francisco and I pulled over double parked at this Walgreens and he ran in there to get his prescription filled. And then suddenly a, a space opened up and I could pull in and I'm sitting out there for about 20 minutes and I, where's the guy? So I go back, I go in there and I go up to the pharmacy window. I go, hey, was a guy that looked like this here? He says, oh yeah, he was here. He left about 15 minutes ago. So now I'm trying to call him. He's now gone and it's like happy hour in all the bars in that area. So I start going into these bars looking for my friend and he ran away. And then he called my girlfriend says, oh, I met somebody, another friend of mine. I'm going to stay with him tonight to get out of the rehab. It was mind boggling. It was incredible. It's incredible. I had so many ideas that all he had enough immunity built in from having this exalted high level consciousness it blew my yeah. mind really yes it, yeah. it was great yeah. in that way yeah. because yeah you know with old ideas the results are going to be nil so to speak as we say yes. in recovery and obviously the oldest idea is that you're the one who has ideas yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally that's the yeah. oldest idea you may yeah. discard a lot of old ideas that one is rarely seen as an idea yes but it is isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't want it was just funny because i couldn't believe that he would go out but he yeah. did now yeah. it never surprises me anymore yes yeah we'll go out after 20 years 30 years 40 years yeah yeah, yeah. no i totally understand that no, it's, it's, yeah it's, uh, so yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, so Paul. anyone else, Mike? Uh, Craig May is. Maybe solved his Craig May. <laughs> is that better? Yeah. A little better, yeah. Thank goodness. All good. Um, there's a couple of things I wanted to share. One is, um, you know, Paul, when Ramana first started doing his thing, his idea was to just sit there in silence and let that fucking thing that was coming emanate through him. And he, he was convinced that that was gonna, that was gonna work. It was gonna yeah. reach people. I really believe that what, what he was talking about is present in these satsangs. It's, it's here, man. It's, I mean, as soon as you come, I come in, it's just there. It's like a, a shroud of calmness just goes whoosh. It's really powerful. It's really beautiful. And it's quite blissful to sit in the presence of it. It's immediate as soon as you come in here. And I think that's, that's our little community here. That's us. You know, that's where that power is coming from. And I think it's a really, it's um, important to acknowledge it because 
I think this group is really powerful. I think what we have here is really powerful. And I, I suspect that most of us here are sort of been through the, the spiritual meat grinder, you know, and sort of come out the other end a bit dazed and confused and sort of just sort of wandered onto this little island that feels like home, you know. And I reckon we punch a pretty, we punch a pretty hefty, <laughs> a hefty spiritual wallop for a bunch of spiritual misfits, you know, like us. Yeah. But I think it's really special. It really is. And it's there. It's just fucking in the air. It's, I mean, that, that thing, it's there all the time. It's available for anyone to access all the time. But there's a particular potency or a particular flavour to it as a we, as a group, it's different. It's yeah. like a little extra current of electricity running through that note, you know? It's just, it's beautiful. You know, it's, you can feel it doing its work. It's just going to work. It's having its way with everyone here, I reckon. I just wanted to say that. The other thing I wanted to mention is, just out of, just very recently out of curiosity, I, um, I started watching some of the recovery videos and I, I know this is a non-duality meeting it's not a recovery meeting but I want to I want to um share the way it affected me because I think it's really applicable to this setting the, the first thing that struck me was the I felt this fucking deep deep empathy and connection with the people there it was unbelievable I couldn't believe how how strong that was now, I'm, I'm not a um I'm not a, a recovering alcoholic or drug addict, um, but I do know about the, the chronic mental anxiety that drives a person to go there, I think. I know what that is. This, the action, this action figure's got OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. And I think severely, and I think Maybe that's perhaps why I emphasise so clearly because I, I think that's just, it's like the selfing uh, on steroids. And I think addiction's like that. But this, the thing that really knocked me over was the readings from the big book. I just, unbelievable. I, I'm thinking th this shit, this stuff is not only profound, it is so beautiful. It is so gorgeous. Some of the stuff in that book um, the fact, even just uh, what it's done in the recovery community, how it can take someone who's rapidly up the arse of self and is on the fucking edge of oblivion, how it can put the brakes on that and slowly reel that person back in over time to a point where they're at a, a place of servitude and selflessness is unbelievable. It's incredible what this what this program does. It's like the fucking hand of the hand of God is in there, and it seems to all hinge um, on passing it over to a higher power, to surrendering to God, or withdrawing your um, faith in finite self or the mind and placing it in the infinite. It all seems to fucking hinge 
on that, you know, for six and seven, I think it is, you know, it's just, um, and that's really, for me, that, that moment or that exchange, it's just so, it's just so exquisite when you can do that, when you can hand that over to God or whatever. It's, it's just so beautiful. And um, I mean, Ramana said it himself, there was two, you know, two ways. One was surrender and one was self-inquiry. And I think at the end of the day, self-inquiry um, is a form of surrender eventually. And the Course of Miracles, it's one of the pivotal points right throughout the course. It just seems to all hinge on that, you know, passing it over to a higher power, allowing that the Holy Spirit or whatever to come in. It's just such, um, it's just, I just find it so gorgeous, so exquisite. And um, it's the eloquence of it, the book, you know. Um, it's just so, the language is so exquisite and it's just eloquent. Um, it just, yeah, it blows me away. It's a little bit like the course as well. I think the course is, I, I find the course very poetic, you know, the text. I find it profoundly moving. But this thing, you think about all the, the great spiritual, you know, so-called spiritual um, scriptures around the world, you know, for the stuff from India, you know, the Upanishads or um, the Vedas, um, the Puranas, whatever, the Buddhist material, Christian mystics. I've been through all that shit. And the big, the, the AA big book blows that shit out of the water. It really does. It just hurdles it out of the water. This, um, I love spending time with it because when I'm sitting there with it, I feel like I'm in the presence of something real. I don't know what that is, but um, I just feel it. It's an exquisite document. I think it's a, in a way, it's possibly a little bit of a shame that it may have been pigeonholed to the recovery community because it is, um, it is, it is universal. At the end of the day, we're all addicts or recovering addicts, and the drug is self or selfing. You you can apply that principle to this program. I believe, I think, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You spent thirty odd years with this fucking thing, and I've just been brushing over it the last few weeks, but. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a truly powerful thing. It's it just, <laughs> it's gorgeous. Man. It's just yeah. it's lovely. Um, I think, yeah. And I think I just encourage people maybe outside the community to have a look at it because um, it, it makes the fucking Bhagavad Gita look like a nursery rhyme. Seriously, that's a, it's, it's so powerful and it's so practical there's a practical element to it that you can apply in this life where where it works it works and it's like the hand of god coming down and affecting time and space mm. it works in this little adventure in time and space you know i can't say enough enough about it it's, it's just um knocked me over i just think it's the most beautiful thing i really do yeah. Fantastic, Craig. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I don't have any comment on all that. That's good. But uh, <laughs> thanks, bro. Yeah. Let me try to share something because some of it was coming up just now. Let's say that in the situation we find find ourselves in and let's and use the example of a body and the shadow that's cast yeah by a light hitting the body a certain way it casts a shadow yes now let's let's say that uh, we're using bodies but let's say that the body is what we are and the shadow is a reflection or uh, yeah or uh, a projection of it yes but in a weird way we seem to start as the shadow yeah. Yeah. and so let's say the shadow is keeps running into a lot of difficulties in, in shit and realize the shadow is not managerial quality the shadow can't uh pull this off yeah but the shadow was has been given this idea that it's the real solid thing you so you get to a point where the shadow surrenders to what's what he calls a higher power, which is actually what's reflecting, not reflecting or casting the shadow. Yeah. yeah? And we are the higher power. Yeah. But we can't get there from we are the shadow. So we surrender. Yeah. With absolutely, it doesn't matter what your idea of the higher power is, as like we say in AA, it's just not you. It's just not the shadow. Yeah. So what happens is you start losing interest in the shadow. And what gets revealed is that you are the higher power. Yes. Maybe you'll say it like this after a few years of recovery. It's always available at all times, right where I am with no requirement necessary to meet it. That sort of sounds like it's you, yeah? So now the shadow sort of shrinks and that which is casting the shadow becomes emphasized. Where the shadow, when it tries to emphasize this as the shadow just reinforces the shadow. So now the shadow is losing interest. It's surrendered. It's turned the reins of its life over to something else, whatever, whatever it is. But you, as the shadow diminishes, it becomes more and more obvious you are that higher power that you were praying to or calling and whatever. Yes. And so, but you can't know that while the shadow is six, seven. Yeah. Super dark. Yes. Yeah. So there's got to be a diminishing of it, which it can't do itself. Yeah. The shadow, if it sets out to lose interest in the shadow, is is a larger shadow, so to speak. Yeah. So there's an admittance that this isn't going to get it. Yeah. It's not an experience in the shadow experiential world. It's something beyond something incomprehensible to the shadow. It's us. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe the first uh, love letter from, yeah, is the surrender. So there's a surrender to something. And then there's more of a loss of interest because now 
you'll live instead of living with the idea I've got to make everything happen. You feel like something else is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. So now there's a shift in what's real and what's not real from the shadow. It's not like the shadow goes through a transformation. No, there's just a shift of interest and attention from the shadow to that which is casting it, let's say, which is really the light. Yes. Yeah. So one of the in recovery, most people at the point of entering recovery are not in a in a condition to inquire that much. Yes. But the idea of surrender can become much more tangible because you know your life is wrecked. You know some vague idea after you've blamed everyone else, somewhere inside you know that you have a lot to do with it. And it, one of the most obvious steps that leads to is surrender, yeah? And then we do the self-inquiry. Yeah. So there's a surrender first, and then the self-inquiry comes with the fourth step the inventories. Yeah, but we don't do the inventories before the surrender in a way we make a decision to surrender. And then by doing the, the, the inquiry of what we're not, and recognizing more of what we're not as what we're not, then the shadow weakens and that which was casting it gets emphasized. So we call it perhaps there's a better way trusting the infinite which would be the light that's casting everything instead of the finite self, which would be the shadow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The shadow is still cast because we're here. Yeah. What we are, but now it's, we're not seeing life from the shadow. We're seeing the shadow in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's, which is seeing it is us higher power it's disguised as many things the beloved but basically it's us <laughs> it's, why it's, it's why it feels so close because it's literally exactly us. exactly the only distance is the belief and the misunderstandings they make up the illusion of distance that has to be transversed by effort and time when in fact you are what you're looking for. This is what non-duality is attempting to do by negating the shadow. It's not affirming that which is casting the shadow because that's already affirmed. It's negating the shadow. And what is it taking away from the shadow? The only thing is the sense of the oneness that this is where I start. This is where I finish. No. Yeah. You recognize you were never born. It was a great Zen master in old, I think in China, maybe it was uh, Japan. He talked about the unborn, you know, so he would see people who were farmers because back then everyone thought they had to go into a monastery and meditate a lot. And then he would go to farmers and people who had a lot of work to do and families said, no, no, no. What were you before you were born? That's what you are now. You are of the unborn. Yes. And so just attempting to, it's like a wrench of an idea that will really screw up the mental works. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. So it's, uh, yes.
the shadow seems to disappear, but really it was faith that allowed it to appear and faith removed makes it look like it disappears. But in a fact, it may look like that, but the fact in you is that it never, it was just an appearance to begin with. Yes, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty on, of, on having never left. That's the beauty of you are what you're looking for. That's the beauty of the seeker is the sort. It's a compression of time and space to the, to the immediacy that you cannot prepare for. You cannot get ready to be. It's just, it's, it always catches you with your pants down because it's always there, always. Yeah, so yeah, that's how I feel about, and then of course, recovery, yes. Unfortunately, it's pigeonholed and, uh, but yes, it's a very intimate book for some of us here. It described what it was like uh, quite well. And now, uh, what it's like now, it describes quite well too, which is beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. And of course, there's millions of people that have the effect when they read these effects as intimacy. Yeah. So, what was relieved, what we were relieved from, isn't millions of things. It's it's a singularity of a mental activity called self, selfing. Yeah. So all of us different and everything like that have been relieved from the same bondage. That's why uh, when we hear someone sing the song of freedom, we recognize the tune because we understand, yes, the tyranny that we, that person and we have lived and that we don't live under anymore. Hallelujah. So yeah, I'm a big, I, I like the idea of surrender a lot. And I like surrendered, yeah, which is uh yeah yeah all right craig thanks thank you thanks everybody uh, thanks craig um and esteban has his hand up by chat oh and then david has his hand up too sorry david esteban do you know how to un unmute yourself yes but okay. I, I couldn't find the virtual hand sorry no problem In the seeker is the sought. My question is, is the sought the seeker? Or is yes. the seeker is the seeker selfing? What is the sought is the seeker, yes. And and the seeker is the selfie. No, the seeker is the, the sense of the idea of you're the one that's doing the selfie. So selfing is, is, is not the selfing is not the seeker. Yeah. Who, who is seeking? Ask yourself that. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah. I I I I was thinking of that, and I I came to something like like is is not a seeker is is a seeking is. Yes, is like the is like an energy coming from the thoughts, which is a real nature, let's say, that is seeking somehow. I don't know exactly exactly how to describe it. I'm I am uh, I have been seeking for a long time, and I 
I have come to your videos and things like uh, two months ago, and I'm 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 getting clear on this. I I I know that I I'm losing interested interest in seeking. Great. Yes. Great. Yeah, but uh, but because I'm I'm feeling, let's say, I'm I'm feeling more the thoughts, and I have heard that phrase years ago that seeker is the thought, but but I lived many years in the paucity of the seeker being the mental activity. Yes, yeah, the mental activity is seeking. There is no seeker. It's just implied. The seeking is used to imply the seeker. The selfing is used to imply a self. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when the seeking is used to imply a seeker, you feel like you're a seeker before the seeking. Yeah. Right. When, when the selfing is used to imply a self, you feel you're, you're a self that's doing the selfing. <laughs> or the selfing is bothering you, yeah? Yeah. So the seeking, the, the, the looking, the not looking, all of that is being claimed by the mental state to imply there was a looker who's not looking now. Yes, there was, so it's a, it's a, it, I'm a new looker that was once a past looker. Yeah, it's just this, it's, it's almost the verbing is used to imply a noun, but then the noun is presupposed to be to be before the verbing. Yeah, that's I the mechanical mean, move. I feel right. The, so what the, what is what is looking doesn't have to stop. It's the belief that there's a seeker that comes to a conclusion that the seeking has to stop. If you lose interest in the seeker, obviously the obviousness of you are what you're looking for is going to severely diminish you're looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, right, right. I mean, it does. The one knot makes sense because of the other knot. When the one knot's loosened, the other knot doesn't make any sense. Yes. So there needs to be that one feeling to have a meaning of the other feeling. This thing negates that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But what you're looking is what you're, What's looking is what you're looking for. Yes. Is, is, is the self that you is the self or, or, no, or is really the looking. looking? No, see, what's looking, obviously, if it was, rep, if that statement was representing an individual, long lasting, separate thing, it would have been called who, who's looking, but it's what's looking, which right. let's say is awareness. Yeah. yeah so what's I'm, looking is what you, yeah. Who's, who's the you, please? It's this idea of a self. The you is looking for. Now the you is truly what's looking. It's not the you as a self. Yes? So you. if you take the what's looking is what you're looking for, yeah? If you take that you out of that, that's sort of compressed, yes? If what's looking is what you're looking for, you've already succeeded. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I already changed that you from selfing to my real nature, let's say. 
Yes, exactly. So the selfing, it just arises mechanically, though. There's not, your condition doesn't put it to rest. There's just a condition that we, not your condition, but the condition, let's say, will produce a loss of interest in its condition. Right. Yeah, but it's mechanically going to be produced by the programming. For sure. Yeah, for many years before I got to non-duality with your videos, I I lived in the illusion of the seeker is a thought. Maybe yes. I understood it intellectually, but it, it was selfie. It was claim, and it was lived from that other action thing. Yeah. Great. So now that's proven to be very valuable because now you've yeah. seen it. Yeah, it is. And this is why I'm, I'm, I'm asking you these questions, because I don't feel it was this. It wasn't the selfing or the uh, mental activity looking. It was somehow an energy from my real nature that was starting to seek. Itself. Well, in a way, you can ultimately say everything is from your real nature. But in this place of appearances, there's a lot of layers that are not of their appearances then yeah it may be your your true nature appearing but your true nature isn't the appearance yes in the example that you just mentioned about the light the body and the and the shadow yes is the shadow that is looking the light no the shadow is the way we were trying to share it then was the idea of the shadow is this identification as a long lasting independent separate thing yeah as being the beginning of a reality and therefore where basically the shadow is cast by something else yeah so the shadows existence is completely dependent on what's casting it yeah but is the lies the light casting this it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> ultimately it is the light yes and the it's light. an example i understand it's an example. yes yes so let's say the light in this dreaming hits an object and then that object uh projects a shadow now let's say that shadow keeps seeing itself as the body, but lives as if it's something else. Yes. So you have the, you have a mental activity and you meet a lot of people who that the head that's seemingly embodied hates the body that's it's embodied in. Yeah. Right. If you notice, if you, if you were riding a, not even that expensive bike, and you started falling off a cliff, you'd probably try to save the bike more than you. Yeah. yeah so right. your value isn't really that valuable. <laughs> right. But I, I, yeah. so the shadow is living seemingly it's it, it, it has the identification as the body, but it thinks it's something much beyond it, I would imagine. It believes it's probably going to go to another body and another body and another body, but it's like a voice box on a on a a doll that you know when you pull it it says I'm a real person I'm a real person, but when the doll gets punctured 
it's going with it. It's not going to fly into another doll. <laughs> so it's it's seeming substance is of shadow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it basically can only appear through reality, truly casting it. Yeah. So ultimately, yes, everything is reality, but uh, it's important to see certain layers of appearance because if you, right. yeah, if you think your reality as this incomprehensible, unknowable thing, and you believe you your reality as a body, that doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So your head will tell you you're something that you're not while reinforcing the identification as a body. Exactly. Yeah, so. Exactly. I mean, I, I, the spirit wants to escape the body. No, it's the head that wants to escape the body. <laughs> I, have to, I have to mention, please. I, I, this is my second time in, in, in the non-duality videos of you and and I want to say that, well, first, I'm, I'm from Costa Rica. Yes. I have been, I have been a Osho uh, follower for 12 years, and I have been chanting a lot longer than you. I'm not, my, I'm not the body. So <laughs> <laughs> I understand really well what you're saying. And I, and I, and I want to thank you, Paul, because... Yeah. For the first time in 12 years, I learned something that I was reinforcing my body instead of leaving it. Uh, yes, this, yes. This is a, a great discovery and one, I want to thank you for that because- it's, That's it's, fantastic. Uh, yes, it is a great discover, discovery because it's revealed the principle. Yeah. And, and therefore the principle will appear in different ways, but you'll see the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. And he, and he's, uh, for me, I, I, I was thinking that uh, you got it a lot faster than me. It was only one afternoon for you, and it was 12 years for me. <laughs> yeah, but times doesn't mean shit. <laughs> well, it, it, it had some uh, good results, let's say, but uh, well, yeah. I'm living, I'm, I'm, I'm living lighter since I've been watching your videos. I'm oh, fantastic, bro. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that report, Esteban, and welcome. I'm happy you're here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, as Craig was saying before, uh, the collective... Uh, the collective in this pot makes a pretty good stew. <laughs> oh, yes. yes, I agree with Craig. Thank you, Craig, for that. Also. There you go. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Esteban. Thank thanks, Esteban. That's uh, another overlap with recovery about like we will we will not regret the past. It doesn't make any sense with 12 years or, or half day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm learning that too. Thank you. <laughs> um, and da David. Hey, All right, David. G'day, Paul. G'day, everybody. And just about, about oh, 10 or 15 minutes ago, whatever it was you said, Paul, that the, I think it was a Chinese or Japanese guy said, what were you before you were born? That's that's what you said, wasn't it? Yeah? Yes. Bankio's name was, I think. The right. unborn, yes. And, and straight away, 
I, I sort of said, when you said that, I said to myself, exactly what I am now, like that, that would be an answer I'd give if I was asked that. But six months ago or a year ago, like, you know, in the recent past, I would have said nothing. And then I thought to myself, I, I think a lot of people would say, if you ask them, what were you before you were born, they'd say nothing. And just for a couple of minutes, I sort of said, that's a wrong answer. And then I realised that, that that's an exact right. It's no more wrong than the, the first answer. It's the exact right answer when you think you're what you're not. And that's that's what they'd be thinking. So it wasn't a question there. It was just lovely that, the, to me anyway, the two answers that could be given to that were both correct. The second one being, and I love the picture of, um, you know, the, I actually think Paul Hedham is the best baseball pitcher that's ever lived because he slides them past the, uh, the, the bats. I think it's called the batsman all the time. So the second answer is sliding past and the first yeah. answer is just hitting the spot, you know. The two, yeah. two answers and they, they're both right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's a lot. That's, those are common fruits in satsangs yes yeah. you see because it's a different the lyrics may be the same but the melody is completely different than the mental logic yeah. and once you catch the tune you'll be whistling it for a while <laughs> yes. yeah really yeah. beautiful yeah, yeah that was lovely yeah yeah no worries thanks paul thank you yes thank you Hey, Mike, what time is it now? Thanks, David. It's 11.09 or nine past the hour, wherever you are. <laughs> so maybe we'll shut it down eh, tonight. Okay. Yeah. I want to say, I was love to see it. Hey, it was a very nice uh, Esteban. Oh, Ed, on sure. Sure, Ed. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you're going to say goodnight. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say goodnight to David down under. I'm going to have to look up the uh, the weather report in Australia, bro. Let's check out the floods. Byron Bay, maybe. All don't, right. don't, don't stress about them too much, Paul. They're not going to affect you over there. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Byron Bay might be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. All right, yeah. Gary. Nice to see you, my friend. Say hello to Judith for both of us. And we got Tyler. He's chilling out. Yeah. Mendocino. We got Stuart, another ASEAN. Very Hi, nice. Nice to see you. Brandon, pleasure. Tej, I had the pleasure to see Tej last week. Very nice. Nice to see you, bro. Nice to see you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, we got Mary. Mary, nice. To oh, and the other character, I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anderno, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a lovely couple. They were in Italy with us. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Wonderful meeting. Thank you. Thanks, oh, everyone. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, it's been nice. And Deborah's reappeared. Very nice to see Deborah. How are you, honey? All right. Yeah. Good. Good. We got Mia. Um, Mia's down in San uh, San Diego. There, nice to see you, Mia. I'm gonna get to that stuff tomorrow. I think that you sent. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'll read it and we'll I'll give you a call. Uh, we got Esteban, we seen, we have, uh, let's see who else is here. We got Khalid, nice to see you, my friend. Craig, very nice, Craig May. Yeah, Stefan on having Neff left. Miss Amelia, uh, Brahmi, ah, Brahmi, very nice. She's back in her true, her true seat assignment. There she is, Brahmi. Yeah, very nice. We got Matthew and Ashley, I think. Yes. Oh, hey, yeah. Paul, they, uh, here in the dark. Good to see you. Nice to see you, Matthew. Hopefully, I'll Glad see you Saturday, too. See you Saturday for sure. We got Bruce. We got Cena. Uh, we got, oh, Susanna. Nice to see you, Susanna. Uh, who's this? I think that's it. Let's see. I think that's it. So, hey, thank you, everyone, for coming. And uh, we'll be here for recovery tomorrow. And all the talks are on the website under the event page. And it's all pretty much free Zoom and no password. Just come on. Come on in. See you, Mike. Thank you for the service, everyone. Thanks, Thanks for nothing. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Tish. Thank you, Jody. Yeah. Bye, Mia.